You done all this already? As me? I don't want to talk about time travel shit. Because if we start talking about it, then we're going to be here all day talking about it, making diagrams with straws. It doesn't matter. When I hurt myself, it changes your body. This is what I do now, change your memory. It doesn't matter! going on everybody it's a new and bright shining day on the shelf space review party house where anything goes and i mean anything even uh well no never mind oh <laughs> dear god um yeah so what's up it's me yeah boy your host uh Jarrett miller here to tell you about today's movie uh but if you're new to the show shelf space review is a randomly curated uh ball of fun that is the show so every week we pick a randomly curated movie from my own personal movie collection and determine if it is still worth the shelf space it is sitting upon fun right i know exactly um now uh uh last week's episode uh we talked about the fighter and so uh joining me today to maybe give his thoughts and opinions uh briefly on 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 that movie if he has any uh good friend of the show and spooky time presents um master kyle burns hi kyle uh, hi there looper jared i barely know her <laughs> oh oh my goodness you wacky boy i now did there. you ever did you um but before we get into looper kyle did you have you seen the fighter the uh the david o russell movie no oh boy okay so you have no opinions on it i have no i'm not a that's a boxer movie right i'm not a big boxing movie fan you gotta love it, Kyle. I think you would love it. I think you know. I think your mom would like it more than you, hundred percent. I don't only because I know my mother, and I know that she does not really like content. But she, what, what is your, your mom doesn't like anything? Uh, it's tough to find movies and shows she likes to watch. I oh think I can goodness. think of maybe three off the top of my head. Are they on the Hallmark Channel? One of them is the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> oh dear oh my gosh but yeah like kyle said uh it is hard to find good content for mom uh that's why maybe mars needs them so much um but today we are talking about ryan johnson's 2012 uh nearly to the day we're about a week shy of its release date uh a week from yesterday um that movie came out september 28th 2012 and here we are talking, still talking about it 10 years later. Of course, I'm talking about Ryan Johnson's Looper.
I don't know if I should give the plot synopsis or I should, if I should let Joseph Gordon-Levitt give the plot synopsis of this movie. Because he basically, <laughs> he, I I will say, he, he lays it out pretty on the nose uh, pretty early on. And a lot of those questions that you, that may arise throughout the movie he kind of just grabs the mic with the voiceover and is like oh yeah just in case you were wondering like here's what looper's about read the back of the yes. dvd <laughs> exactly oh that's a great idea maybe i should just read the back of the uh of the blu-ray in my hand here go oh, for it. bluey in the futuristic action thriller Looper, time travel has been invented, but it is illegal and only available on the black market. When the mob wants to get rid of someone, they send their target 30 years into the past, where a Looper, a hired gun like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is waiting to mop up. Joe is getting rich, and the life is good, until the day the mob decides to close the loop, sending back Joe's future self, Bruce Willis, for assassination. Looper. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically this movie. JGL has to kill people. He's got a fake lip on. And uh, yeah. What do you think of... Uh, do you like Looper, Kyle? Or or, or was this a, uh, a slog to get through again? I remember the first time I watched it, I just kind of was meh. Like it's, it's everything I would expect from a movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis doing time travel. Sure. Like, eh. And then you said this came out in 2012? Yes. Yep. So I had, I knew you by the time I, we both saw this separately and you (laughs) fell in love with this movie so much. I was like, did I, did I watch the wrong movie? Like he's going off about it. And I was like, there, I didn't think there was any reason to talk about it again. And so I, 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 no, no, go ahead. I don't know. I, no, I, I just, there was, I, I saw this movie, this is one of many movies of that era that I did go and see by myself in the movie theater, <laughs> so I'm just, like, standing there, and then there's, like, people all, I think that's more normal now to do, actually, like, to go to a movie by yourself and just soak it all in, but, you know, I think 2012, we were still kind of on the precipice of, like, who's that weird guy, what's he doing, um, type mentality i would argue but um yeah i don't know i think uh i i just seeing this in theaters in a in that sort of setting with you know the big sound the big screen everything in your face like joseph gordon levitt just popping one of these guys with the um the the blunderbuss is is like seeing that on the big screen was just like life-changing i don't know why it's i don't know this movie is kind of like do we want to get into the logistics of time travel or do we just kind of want to say fuck it and just you know sit back and relax and enjoy the movie type thing yeah that which i mean i'm i'm okay with but and i and i think it backs up its claim that you know this is like a plot device and it's super fun and cool but uh yeah I, I, I don't know what it is about this movie. There's action, suspense, romance. It's basically the Terminator. I love it. You I watching it again, I think I liked it a little bit better the second time I watched it and the third time. Oh, that's good. Today was the third time and I was like I was correct the second time. I am reinforcing that that rating of it. But yeah, that you do like this? Okay. I like it. Yeah, I like it better now than I did the first time. And that like you said with the time travel stuff. 
they used it just enough for their cool, like a couple of cool ideas or premises, and then they just kind of said, mm-hmm. eh, and you know, anything beyond that, fuck it, don't worry about it. Like why? Yeah, it. Di- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, like they, the mob has access to time travel. Okay, I can kind of see that. You know, corporations sell it to criminal organizations and stuff. But then the, the mob mobster sounds like, yeah, the best way we can use time travel, hiding bodies, which is impossible in the future. Was just kind of like, <laughs> why don't you go back and, you know, back to the future and win all the lotteries? Why are you so minimal with your superpower? Uh, well, okay. I, to an extent, I think that, you know, there could be some sort of surveillance on it. In, 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 I, I don't know exactly how it works, but, you know, when you kind of finally see where all this is happening, this just like little ass um, pod, this like Dragon Ball Z pod in this middle of this uh, warehouse in the middle of nowhere, like, Maybe, like, one of those things going off, like, every once in a while is no big deal, but, you know, you kind of go further and further back. That might raise some some alarms with the uh, with the government or, the time cops. you know, what? Yes, the, to- the time cops. Exactly. Well, if in that case, go back once and murder all the time cops before they know what's happening to them. It's. That's a possibility too. So, I don't. I don't know why they just didn't do that. Yeah, time travel is. I I love time travel, and I love. I, I view time travel as an extension of space, which is the best. Mm-hmm. And just the idea of like this is such a fundamentally world changing technology, and then just to see someone be like, "Yeah, I went back to the past so I could kiss a girl again." It's like, no, <laughs> no, do something better, do something cooler. Yeah. It. it... I don't know. I I I like that the the self-containedness of it all and and the and the idea that it kind of bring a lot of time travel movies I feel like don't necessarily bring up um you know like kind of both sides of this coin where you could ultimately change the future and and there's there's example of that further down but you could also there's also example of of the the line going straight as well, like where it's just like action will will begat this this action in Self, the in self the fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. Yes, where it's like you know they don't care if Joseph Gordon Lever is his uh, is his own grandfather, much <laughs> like uh, Fry from from Futurama, from Disney's Futurama. Yeah, I don't like saying that. I don't like that sentence. I don't like it either. Never say that again. I won't. You. you Dirty little birdie. Uh, but yeah, it's once Ugh. once I get over my you know time travel grumblings, like I can I can get back into it. I do like the the world that they built for Looper, and and the one good time travel thing they did the uh, Paul Dano dismemberment scene was probably my favorite in the movie. Oh my god, that was so yeah that that was such a. Uh... And it's like so early on, and I what what I love about like Ryan Johnson's stuff is that you know he does the flashback thing pretty well, and like I I where the scene is playing, and then you got Paul Dano who is also like fucking incredible in this movie. He's like super annoying, in my opinion, and I'm just like that's a, that's a sign that's a sign of a great actor. He's tapping into his, there will be blood roll or something. Um, 
but he was just like outstandingly annoying. And I just like, I didn't hate seeing him die, but at the same time, like, you know, while we're seeing his, um, his future self get annihilated, that was like so fucking horrifying. That was just as it's happening, like, you know, they say, come here, but as you're going there, they're taking you apart. It's just so inevitable and like body horror gruesome without the blood of it of just discovering like oh no i'm missing fingers oh no where's my nose my leg is gone so i can't hit the brakes i'm mm-hmm. crawling but now i'm only a a, a jaw and a, a hand and it's just so cool god so fun oh i love it do you want to get into uh i've got a couple of fun facts about this movie some pet cami Castelny patented fun facts. Let's hear them. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, I, I feel like that Texas or not te- Texas, excuse me. Kansas was very well portrayed in this movie. Uh, it, it just looked so much like the, the idea. Okay. So the movie takes place in 2044, right? But this seemed like such a realistic depiction of what, the middle of fucking America nowhere would would end up looking like at some point. Yeah, definitely corn so everywhere. Really... But when you get to the cities, it's all burnt out and druggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone everyone loves their drops. Um, but no, yeah. So the movie takes place in 2044, and in um, Bruce Willis's timeline, when he gets nabbed, it's 2074. So I don't know if it's like a 30 year thing to the day, or if it's just like a rough 30 years. But I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that, you know, it did maintain like, I don't know, is it 31 years or 32 or like 29 or what the fuck? 29 and Um, three quarters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, apparently Ryan Johnson had been collecting ideas for this movie since 2002. Joe, apparently, uh, as we saw in the beginning of the movie is trying to learn without very much success, uh, French, but ironically in real life, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is very fluent in French. Did you know that Kyle? I thought he was fluent in Mandarin, but oh, no, no, that, no, 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 that was Bruce Willis. I'm, I'm, my mistake. He had to, he, he had to go learn Mandarin. What, don't we all? Yeah, it's gonna, it's happening. It's happening. Um, and then one of the last ones that I have here is Joe's pocket watch has an unusual face about it. Uh, it's an example of a long case Turkish market clock. Uh, featuring the Ottoman hieroglyphical numerals, which derive from Farsi numerals or are a Persian variant. I always thought the watch was like super pretty, but I was just like, I have no idea how to fucking read this. I I think I noticed the watch for the first time today watching it, where it's like, I was looking at it, it's like, wow, those aren't numbers. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, it is what it is. Fun, fun stuff. Fun facts. That's really all I've got. Um, I could honestly, I don't know. I feel like I could talk about this movie for an hour. Fucking ever. Wow. And, uh, yeah. But then, you know, we'd be exactly in uh, Bruce Willis's shoes where we would be, uh, you know, making straw diagrams all darn day long. Don't you know? Yeah. We don't want, I'm sick of straw diagrams. Branching timelines. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So, okay, you so Kyle, it seems you're pretty warm to this movie, so that's yeah. good. I, that makes me happy. I love it too. Um, what about it 
Like, what were some of the favorite scenes that you really dug? Or, in a, in a cruel twist of fate, what about this movie doesn't work for you? It doesn't work, and this might again be another personal gripe from a single man in America. That's fair. How come Joseph, Gore, how come Joe in this movie can't go five minutes without falling helplessly in love with a beautiful woman? He starts out with his, you know, cool, druggy girlfriend in the beginning. <laughs> he meets, uh, I, I could not remember her name the entire movie. Who's the mother of the, the kid? Yeah. Oh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. I couldn't get that name. He meets Emily Blunt and says, like, I'm probably going to kill your child. And she's like, that's so hot. And they fall in love. And then in the future, <laughs> Bruce Willis, like, he's in a he's in a bar that is actively in a riot. If you look around him, everyone is fighting. And he's sitting there mm-hmm. alone being cool. And a sexy Asian lady in a green dress comes through looking cool. And she gives him the look. And there are people being punched out behind her. It's like, no, like, she would A, be accosted or B, just not go into this mess. But no, then they fall in love forever. And it's like, guy, like, you're going to be happy kind of no matter what happens because women can't can't look away from you. Like, maybe just have a happy life. Stop being so well, fucked up. He just it's it, it, it's his he's in his uh he's he's in his uh Playboy phase so to speak you know that comes in different phases of your life I maybe um where he's he's strutting his stuff I I would argue that the Emily Blunt thing happens after they spend a uh a decent amount of time together because she fucking like hates his guts and well, then likewise with him too at first it's only like a couple two three days it seems like. Because Bruce Willis is actively, A, hunting down children, and B, being hunted down. So it's not like, you know, two months pass before he, you know, gets there. True. You got to move quick with the, uh... <sighs> what was it called? Fuck. You got to move quick with all the uh, the child murdering happening around town. And yeah. he's got to get it. He's got to get it all figured out because Bruce Willis is like, I've got a limited amount of time to off this kid. Yeah, clock's ticking. Clock is ticking, tick, tick, tick. So that was that really didn't bother that didn't bother me too much though. But I I can I can see where you're coming from with it. It's like I have the same problem with really almost any like Tom Cruise movie where Tom Cruise's life is essentially perfect, and then something bad kind of happens, and then it ends up mm-hmm. with his life being more perfect. And it's like <laughs> there was no adver- adversity for you to overcome here. You just had to to suffer for a literal minute before you got even more things that you wanted. I'm Tom Cruise. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's, that's my personal, that might be again, a personal gripe, but just, yeah, stuff like that kind of gets me where it's, you have every reason to be happy. Why, why won't you? In my research for this movie and kind of listening to some other reviews, a lot of people seem to be on the fence about, uh, the TK aspect of this movie. What do you What do you think? Did you like the that that you know that pe- some people could like balance coins and shit like that? We're going in, don't do that. Chicks dig TK. They do not. Yes, they do. If it's tacky, don't do it. About ten percent of the population has this TK mutation. When it first appeared, everyone thought we were going to get superheroes. But it turns out this was it. Now it's just a bunch of assholes think they're blowing your mind floating quarters. I kind of did, kind of didn't. Did did they give a reason why some people could do it? Like, is it just like a human mutation? Or was it like, we got yes. this pill? yep. Okay, I would have liked more variety. Like, 
like um, the one guy, Paul Dano, you know, he could lift a coin. Then you got the kid who is the second coming of Christ. But I would have loved to see other people <laughs> display small powers. You know, like, oh, look at I can, you know, light my cigarette with my mind. Or, you know, I can tell that you're generally being deceptive, not mind reading, but just a, right. a lying vibe coming off of you. If they had done more of that, I would have been more accepting. But they just kind of said, like, hey, pe- some people are psychic. And then they met Jesus, kid. <laughs> so there was kind of no follow-up until the the big one. Yeah, I could kind of see that where it seems, okay. But then, you know, that kind of begs the question, too. Are there more people out there like him? Uh, Statistically, no. There would at have this to point. be. No, at this point, yes, no, but there would have to be, I guess. Eventually, yeah, like if this is the course of human evolution, we're going to get more and more people being more and more powerful with a few standouts like him showing up. But I do think he would be the the first, essentially. Mm -hmm. Especially since 30 years in the future, he is an unstoppable crime lord. You know, if someone could have challenged him, they would have, and people would know more about him. The Rainmaker. It's a weird moniker. He makes the rain. Make it rain, bitches, and then just money falls from the sky over an entire city. Boing, boing, boing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I appreciated the TK aspect. I think it would have been cool, you know, like you said, to see like a little bit, like if all of a sudden, uh, um, Emily Blunt started doing something and, and that she like couldn't control it or whatever. That yeah. would have been cool to see. Maybe where it's she... like, oh shit. Yeah, I would have if if that's a part of your your the world you're building, I would have liked to see more of it. That would have been mm-hmm. maybe she can like instead of just barely lifting a coin, maybe she can like pick it up and have it whiz across the room violently and uncontrollably. Showing that mm-hmm. she's a step of step above Paul Dano, but still a step below little baby Jesus. Little baby rain boy. Rainmaker. Rainmaker. He um he makes the rain down yeah. in Africa. That's true. He must be his nickname should have been Toto. Um but yeah, I uh, I I agree with you there. It 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 seems like it needed to be a little bit better fleshed out. I don't I don't even maybe you're right. Maybe not even um uh, a remake of this, but like a a recut would be interesting to see. Yeah, or I go to this a lot because I don't trust Hollywood to write long stories, but like an anthology series set in this world would be neat. Oh, I'd love that. I'd fucking, yeah, I'd fucking lose my mind over that. Um, what did you think of jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, prosthetic? His fake lips. I didn't notice them. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, that's that's good then, right? Yeah. In fact, I'm, it didn't take you out, out of the movie or anything. There, I don't know. There were a couple times where I was just looking at it, and I'm just like, "Oh man, this is a little." Yeah, I, I, I I don't know. There there was there were a couple times where it just like it it kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. And I'm just like, "How long did he have to sit in the damn trailer for that?" And I think it was like four hours to get the lips put on. Yeah, I completely missed that. In fact, you're you're making me think about it so much that i'm actually looking up a picture of him now oh there it is oh yeah damn damn he's wearing a plastic muzzle mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah they had because it's what's it called they they basically just like 
put young pictures of Bruce Willis up in in the the trailer, and they were like, "We need to put this on him." How? Um, but no, there were as for prosthetics go, it it's fine. It's not like the greatest one in the world. It's but it's it's. I I don't know. When I think of two characters and being like, those two don't look enough alike to be older and younger versions of each other. Their lips aren't big enough. Isn't my go-to facial recognition <laughs> point. I yeah. I don't know. I I I can see it. I can. I understand why they did it, but it's just like for me, it just borders a little too much on hammy for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But you know, at the end of the day, I still think it's a fucking phenomenal movie. It kind of works a little bit more in my, th- you know, I think when I think about it, it works a little bit more because he, he spent a lot, I guess, you know, preparing for the movie, uh, JGL basically spent a lot of time with, uh, he just had like Bruce Willis movies playing on his, uh, on his iPod, um, with the, the, the video off. So he could just kind of like get a better understanding of how he spoke, uh, how Bruce Willis spoke. And just kind of like his cadences when he talked and all that good shit. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, I, I just I love this fucking movie. I think it was a knockout. Uh, a couple quibbles here and there. But I mean, I think she's a banger. Yeah, it's definitely. I think going into it the first time I was ready for it to be kind of blah. But going into the, to it the second time with knowing your enthusiasm and giving it more of a chance, it definitely lived up higher the second time. I love Looper. I'll say one thing that struck me this time watching it was how determinedly suicidal Joseph Gordon-Levitt is all movie. <laughs> like he takes the job. It's like, Hey, this job will literally kill you when we're done with it. It's like, okay, I'll get, do I get money now? Sure. <laughs> and then, you know, Bruce Willis comes and kind of knocks him around. And he's like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to do it quick. I'm going to do it now so that later I can also die. And it's like, wow, like you're not even trying to work your way out of this. No, he just wants to, you know, set the future straight. Because well, what, what, there's that line, too, where he's like, this job doesn't produce or, you know, insp- or gather the most forward thinking people. And it's just like that. He he he's saying that about his coworkers, but at the same time, it's just like, what does that say about you then, man? Like you're you're yeah. right there with everybody too. They don't realize shows. that they have no future, but I do. I'm yeah. smarter than them. Well, time to die. Time to kill myself. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other favorite scenes that uh, that you really liked from the movie, Kyle? Uh, we talked about Paul Dano. Uh, we talked about a couple of the scenes that. I'm going to call out for logic. Uh, give me a second. Cause I think there's at least one. I like any of the Bruce Willis action scenes where, you know, he shoots a thug and then a second thug walks into the exact same room from the exact same door, like three seconds later and gets shot in the exact same way. And it's you like, you did wow. like that or you didn't like it. I did. Cause it kind of highlights, Oh yeah, we're <laughs> the criminal underground. Like we're badasses. We're also dumb as stumps and have no idea what tactics are. Anything can happen here. I got a pistol. That means I'm bulletproof, right? Bang. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, it, it's I I love that. I love that scene. I think um I think my favorite 
scene or one of my favorite scenes in this whole movie is ultimately when one of the one of the gat men come to Emily Blunt's farm and then that's when we finally find out that uh Sid is the rainmaker like official cuz he he basically he makes everything fucking float in the house and then just pulls that guy apart somehow yes or, yeah i i did like that <laughs> emily blunt like grabbing joseph gordon levitt and we think she's gonna you know go and try and protect her kid nope like she is tackling levitt out of that room because she knows shit get out of here <laughs> yeah bail, that bail, was bail, a fun bail. little twist it's him was he some tk freak he knew Those guns. What are you doing? Did his sister die? How'd she die? Is that what happened to her? Did he kill her like that? No, listen, he was climbing a bookshelf, okay, and it it fell back on him. He he gets scared, it explodes. One day he'll learn to control it. Yeah, I know he will. Imagine what he's gonna do. If he did good with it, though, if he grew up with me raising him, if, if he grew up good. He doesn't. You know what? I kind of think that that might really. that. I don't know. Should we end this on a high note, Kyle? With a, I a think we should. It, looper? it would be easy to end it on a sour note, but hey, let's say a good day. We're going to be positive. Yes, let's try. Let's try to be good. Yeah, Looper's great. If you, if you haven't seen it, find a way. Find a copy. It's definitely staying on the shelf. Um, there was no chance it was coming down. <laughs> there's no. Yeah, there's no. It's, it's practically bolted to the fucking wall. I love it. Um well, Kyle, do you want to tell the nice people where they can find you? And then in the meantime, I will get uh, I will get uh, everything ready so we can know what we're uh, what the next movie is for next week. No. Oh boy! No, I'm kidding. I will. I will. I... Uh, find me and Jarrett and our good friend Cammy on our other podcast. Spooky Time presents comes out once a week, mostly. Uh, this is releasing in October. You'll be hearing all of our Halloween special episodes. We're doing the whole month. Kind of just different and Halloween themed. So yeah, it's gonna be a grand old time. Lots of candy if you if you want candy, we'll give you candy. Come Ooh, on, yum. kids, come into the podcast. We got candy. Oh God, oh my goodness, and yeah, old man yells at cloud where you're where you're just posting all the fun shit, right, Kyle? All those great. I am uh... Almost, I'm practically caught up. I have maybe ten or fifteen more license plates to add, and then I've put everything I have up. I'm at nine hundred posts yep oh my god it's fucking wild you're an animal i love that that's going to be studied by uh by uh people for for years to come i have a feeling i feel like i could actually have a very successful uh instagram account if one i changed the name to something license plate related and two figured out how to use hashtags and stuff to get other people to look at my my posts but i'm not going to do either of those things so I'll just wait for fame to find me. Spoken like a true, true millennial. I love it. Um, Okay, so I've got it here. I ran the numbers, and the number generator gave me a number. You want to know what it is? It's six. Very close. It gave me the number one. So, you were very close. You were very, very close. So, based on this whole wackety-schmackety 
alphabetical order list I have here. Number one is not an A, but a number. So technically, uh, this is perfect for the spooky season. We, we've gotten lucky with uh, the last couple weeks for some spooky movies to lead up to Halloween. Uh, no, it's it, People are going to think this is like a Rob Zombie Stan podcast or some shit, but next week oh, no. is Rob Zombie's 31. <laughs> uh, oh, no, actually, Jesus. that one's no, it's not the worst one. I think it might be, actually. Really? 31, I think, is... is interesting i just want to make sure i took looper out of the uh no yeah it's well, gone well I'll say like the house of thousand corpses trilogy i don't like because the bad guys keep getting away with it right and aren't punished so this is one where the bad guys don't necessarily get away with it and are to an extent punished so in that regard it's in that's my mind, true it's that is true it's, it's yeah palatable for me so yeah, you you heard it here first, folks. Next week on the show, we will be talking about Rob Zombie's uh, Thirty One, a a uh, a wacky a wacky adventure, and uh, we'll see if it's still worth the shelf space it's sitting on. Thank you so much for listening today, and thank you, Kyle, so much for being here. Oh, uh, always wa- a pleasure. That's great. I love it. I I love it when you're here almost as much as uh, you know. I think I might love it more than when Cammy's here. Ooh, playing favorites. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pit you two against one another until there's a, uh, a fight for my love. A 31-style fight to the death. Oh, oh, my goodness. But if you like the show, if you like what you're hearing, drop us a, uh, a review and a rating in Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast at Shelf Space Review. Uh, you find us on Instagram at Shelf Space Review, and you can even drop us a line through our Gmail page at theshelfspacereview at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me, your boy, your host at Jay Likes Movies on Instagram, and yeah, that is all I've got for you, Kyle. Any any uh, parting wisdom before we go for the day? Gold bars are bulletproof. Spin around so the bullets hit the gold. That's a good point. Yes, stack your stack your silver and 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 block with gold. I love it. All right, yeah. until next time, we'll see you then. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches and slam in the back.